Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? We are right back in action. We gave you the season preview. Now it's time to get in the real thing. Week one is here. There's a football game in one day. Bills and Rams will start things off. An excellent game to get things going. And then it's time. We said everyone starts at 0-0, zero zero, but after Monday night, not going to be the case. You're going to have a lot of hope. You're going to be really upset. You're going to be really happy. All those emotions are going to come right back beginning this week. Justin, are you ready? I love football. Burke, take it away. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. Go check them out, facevalueclothing.com. I said last week, I talked about how they just released some new items on their website. Go check them out. One of those items being called the cloud t-shirt or the cloud hat. Let me tell you something about clouds. I think clouds are perfect for football season. Most people think maybe football season, a nice sunny day, like SEC type stuff. Mm -mm, Not me. I'm talking 50 degrees, overcast, cloudy, on natural grass field where it's just gray. Everyone's in sweatshirts in the stands. That's football. Clouds are football. Go check them out. New cloud tee. Zach. Week one, yeah. it's here. I have a confession to make. Sure. I bought a pumpkin spice latte today. That's that's okay. I, I it's fo- Football makes me feel about fall. I want football. Football's here. I bought a pumpkin spice latte for the first time in my life to kind of just get me in the mode, get me in the week one mode. I'll tell you what, I understand why all the white girls do it. It was it was phenomenal. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big pumpkin guy, but I'm not going to hold any judgment for that. That's okay. It's just good to have it back in our lives. Week one, it's here. Yeah. Uh, I was talking earlier about just now teams are starting to release their promos Mm -hmm. and they're all awesome. Yeah. I love, I love hype videos. It's time to get those all out. All the networks are going to be releasing their hype videos soon. And it's just good to have it in our life. I'm going to inject them all into my veins. It's great to have it back. When you get a hype video of your team before week one, you feel like you can't lose a single game ever. You don't even understand why your team was predicted bad if they ever were. It's the best feeling in the world. Um, we've got quite the week one slate. Pretty weird one, Justin, if we're getting into it. Well, I have one more. I have one question. One more question. Yeah, you keep firing. Uh, well, it, I think this is just something where, you know, let's let's bring the listeners into our lives about what we usually do on a normal Sunday mm. where, where mm. things, you know, like, like last year. We have, you know, we'll see what it is this year. You're obviously going to be at the game. You'll, you'll probably talk about that more, but... Potbelly sandwiches were the big thing for us. We were a big potbelly uh, apartment before. It was just kind of a Sunday tradition. A lot of people, though, pregame have one song that when they like, I need to get myself ready for this game. I'm getting excited. This song comes on every time. What is your song? Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, I was not ready for that. No, you um, weren't. I usually listen to some SoundCloud remix in the shower. Yeah. Um, I usually find one per year. I'm still kind of looking for mine right now. I think last year's was Army Lacrosse 2019. It was Army Lacrosse 2019. Um, hopefully they, I think they put out a new one, so I'll have to give that one a listen. Um, usually try to find something. 
Yeah, Potbelly was last year a lot. I mean, Justin and I really don't meet up on the couch until like 12.45. We kind of just do our own thing for whatever we do for like that two hours when you're up yeah. before the 1 o'clock games on the East Coast or Eastern time zone. Um, but yeah, so I'm still looking for my SoundCloud remix. What, what, what would yours be? Mine's always, it, it continues to be, it's, it's class or not, timeless, not classless, timeless. Um, it's ACDC for those about the rock. Something yeah, about the probably yeah, classless yeah, song. Yeah. You know, just kind of that introduction builds you in, and then the cannons at the end, or the guns, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm fist bumping every single time when those come on, and it. I'm really excited for Sunday morning to just have that blaring in the apartment. Yep. Um, probably around what I don't know, four o'clock. Yeah, you uh, have some, the, some time. Seeing the witching hour and just me sitting here just blaring music acdc it's going to be awesome it's going to be electric also give you a call though we do have a tradition where i will go to his yeah. room yep. i'm usually if i'm not up before him i'm certainly out of the room before him yeah. i guess i usually stay in my, yeah. my bed for a while nothing wrong with it i just can't sit there for too long i would do a little monday night um song duo that's just kind of a thing we yeah. have we always will so i'll give him a call sunday i'll be on a bus yep um at about 8 a.m in the morning in in austin taking a coach there to uh, Houston. They have bathrooms on it. They have Wi-Fi on it. We're pretty excited. Um, that's, I mean, that's five stars. All we could ask for. So, uh, yeah, I'll be at the game. We'll get into that. But, yeah. You know what? If you want 5% off on your next face value item, why don't you tweet us your pregame routine? I like that. Yeah. I don't know how we'll get them 5% off, but I'm going to make it happen. Oh, they will They will do it. Yeah. They'll do it. Just tweet yeah. us. What is, what is your pregame yeah. routine? I also understand we might have lost a listener. Country, I hope you're still listening today. Um, Nick Owens, that would be. Skull. Song tweet. Skull. Skull. Yeah, I mean, some people were upset with the pod. Some people understood. Packers fans were not happy as we thought. Uh, Luthman responded uh, to my I answer. gave him the division. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying I, I responded to the – he responded like, I don't think I messaged him back yet. I don't really get on Instagram too much. I saw the notification, and it said just, oh, baby. Yeah. To reply to just the story. Haven't heard from him since. Never good. So I always, I literally always think of him when that team comes up because I'm terrified. I have a feeling that I have my receipts being kept this year for sure. Yeah, Which I'm, it, I'll I'm tell too you what, scared to pick against. It him was now. so fun to be the guy to relay the messages. Yeah, and I'll um, see him. I'll see you Saturday. Yeah, see you Saturday. Uh, Owen, obviously, the Eberflus Dan Campbell argument did not sit well with him. No, we had no. a strongly worded voice message, strongly lengthy worded. one as well. I think forty-one seconds. Yeah, which is a very long time for an audio um, message. But you know what? That's why we do it for the take yeah. to hear back from you yeah. guys. So look, we, sometimes we're going to be on the wrong side of your yeah. opinion. Sometimes we're going to be on the right side. And one one thing we've talked about is getting you guys involved this year. Yeah. So maybe we'll get once a week. We find kind of a new. Fan base, one yep. of you guys has come on for a little bit and share your thoughts. Maybe we just had, set a video. I don't even know. We'll figure it we out. We had a wonderful time with uh, Zach Okalita last year. Oh, Zachy Stats? Yeah. I mean, that was a phenomenal. He was great. So yeah, you kind of have to like sit on our couch and not talk a lot and we have to hand you a microphone. Yeah, so. we'll figure that part yeah. out. But yeah, anyways, week one. Week one, it's come here. On now. And, yeah, come on now. Clap it. Hey, we kind of talked about it on last episode, like we are, we're through it. But this is truly the episode to say, like, hey, we're through it. It's here. Yeah, football's here. There's Fo- no – Yeah. It's it's here. It's literally – Zach, it's literally tomorrow. I'm going to be on a plane Dude, tomorrow night. Stupid kickball game. Yeah, I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow night during this game. Which I actually love kickball. I will pay any dollar amount yeah. to yep. get either the game or the Wi-Fi yep. or whatever I needed. Yeah. I will pay up to $100 yep. or more. I'm not missing the first game. It's going to be awesome. No, I'm excited. I'm probably just going to – I don't know. Get Wendy's chili on the way home. That and just sounds yeah, sit on my on couch and just well watch look, football. It's a weird week one slate. A lot of road big favorites, which we'll get yeah. to obviously. 
one small one, a surprising one, to start us off an amazing football game. I'm expecting it to be. Could this be the game of the year? Very well could be the game of the year. Very you well. have the pretty much proclaimed, as we did as well, Super Bowl champion yeah, Buffalo on, Bills. At least congrats on the AFC. Right. Congrats on the AFC. Against the defending champions, Los Angeles Rams. Which is weird because, like, I don't think I realized until now that this game is for the, like, like you said, they're self-proclaimed Super Bowl champion. Not self-proclaimed, but proclaimed by everybody. Yeah. For the entire day, I've been like, yeah, like, this game's for the Bills. Right. It's not. I don't think it's actually, the Rams are in it. It's Yeah, it's actually because the Rams won the Super Bowl last Correct. year. Correct. How many times, I mean, we need Zachy's stats here for this. Willie Stats might be able to provide this later on. He takes pride in it. How many times has the Super Bowl champion been an underdog in week one the next year? It it's got to be, be a. F- it can't be often. It can't be often. Because this be. has to be the, uh, the. I mean, the NFL, I don't know if they have a system for what when you get the random 17th game. I mean, yeah. this has to be the Bill 17th game, right? So they purposely did this one. Right. Because last year, what was it? Buccaneers, Cowboys, right? Was that last year? Last year, we had Bucks, Cowboys. We've had. I'm just trying to think. I think we've had. Chiefs uh, at one at New England one year. I think the yeah. Eagles and the Falcons started us off one year. Yeah, it's never been. It's never been like this. This is a premier matchup of yeah. teams that I think everyone has potential Super Bowl, Bowl matchup. Correct. Um, everyone's all over Buffalo. They're my Super Bowl favorite. They're just well, at least going to the Super Bowl. I like the Rams. I like the Rams to win this game. Okay, let me hear it. Uh, I think the Super Bowl hangover can be real, and so there might be that. Um, I think there's there's I think McVeigh's uh, undefeated in Week One. He's never lost against the spread. He's like maybe four and one against the spread in Week One. Very good Week One for me. A big factor in this game comes to the fact that Tre'Davious White is not playing. I think it's yeah. really important. I think when you know the ball is going to Cooper Cup, that's fine. You got a rookie corner starting on one side, a very average to low tier guy on the other side that wasn't supposed to be starting. They wanted Elam to come in and take his spot with Tre'Davious White out. He's got to play. Your boy, whatever his name is, is going to have to play. Which he might be good, but this is certainly a big game for you well, to show yeah, up. Yeah, that's a tough one to start. It is. It is. Not playing Jacoby Myers week one, no. certainly. And I, I just think, you know, Super Bowl hangover, whatever it might be, Stafford and Cup are going to be rocking and rolling against the secondary uh, with Tredavious White out. And although the Bills can obviously score and do their thing, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I just think the Rams can squeak, squeak this one out. And I think it's a little much that they're underdogs. As the defending champs, so I'm gonna go Rams. Mm. I kind of like I had Bills, but I'm gonna stick with the Bills. But yeah. you really convinced me there. Um, I, I think I'm also not taking into account that it is a home game. Uh, yeah, well, who knows what the crowd will be there? The yeah, Buffalo's well, the Rams, the Rams have always been more I think LA than the Chargers. The Chargers I are agree. the teams that have always yeah. had the issue. I don't think the yeah. Rams as it's much better. have. Um, you know, I will say like the Coliseum's hard to fill. Yeah. So when the Rams were playing there, like it always looked empty. But you have to understand that back in like the day when USC was dominant and everyone was going to the game, they had the entire like south end zone that nobody Covered. sat in. Right. So um, that's that's a completely ra- different rabbit hole. But anyways, the, I will say I'm a little nervous about. Uh, there goes our ice maker. One sec, guys. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we hear that every night. Um, there it goes. So I have a couple things with the Rams that concern me. Number one is. Stafford, like, is he 100%? I don't even know. Like, I'll be honest. I don't even know what's going on. They do have a new left tackle starting, which is not great. Well, yeah, that, but the Stafford thing, I just, I just don't know what what happened this offseason. I don't know if anybody knows what happened this offseason, but apparently he's not 100%. I I don't know. So, um, I think that their wide receiving core is taking a step back right now with Van Jefferson being out. Odell obviously not being there. Odell helped them out a lot last year. 
Um, so I think you can focus more on Cooper Cup, especially with the two safeties that they have, just kind of helping out the the cornerbacks with the rookie and an average guy, yep. uh, just kind of giving that over over the top protection. Cam Akers, what is he going to be? Yeah, you know, we at the end of last year he just didn't look the same, right. and how is he going to look this year? So I think there's a lot of question marks on the Bills side. The question mark is what what's the offense going to look like? I mean, we know it's Josh Allen, but new play calling. Um, at the end of the day, though, I, I'm just so high on the Bills right now, I'm, and I have a lot of question marks on the the, the Rams. I'm going to take the Bills. Yep. Uh, it's. I think it actually is going to probably be more low scoring than people expect. I would. I. I know the Rams. They do enjoy to run the football, especially if Matthew Stafford's maybe having some problems. Yeah. Maybe they'll run it more. And then on the Bills side, with people like Jalen Ramsey just taking away one side of the field, um, I wouldn't be surprised if if you know they do a lot of RPOs or you know hand the ball off a lot. It's a Singletary, so it'll it'll be an interesting matchup. I don't think there might be as much fireworks as people expect, yep. especially for it being week one. I think, you know, is it usually, I guess offense is usually lighted up week one, but anyways. Yeah, defense is struggling to tackle. Um, yeah, the, oh, God, I, 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 think I don't even, I don't even want to think about open field tackling yeah, for this Giants game. That's going to be a problem. problem. But yeah, but yeah I'm going to take the Bills. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be a close one, but I, you know, I think the Bills take this one. All right, I like the Rams. Um... Next one I have starting. We can start with. I have Saints Falcons to start mine. What yeah, I mean the Giants are always at the top of mine. Right, Saints Falcons otherwise, and then the Colts. Are Let's just do the last one for the Colts. Yeah, we can just do the last. Yeah, the last one, one o'clock is the Colts in my right. thing, so that works. And Perfect. We can do first one. Four, this four, game four. is one that if I was here would not be on our screen, and I would Absolutely not care. Not. We have Saints Absolutely at Falcons. Yep. Huh? Like, yeah. don't care, man. Which you know, look, we're not saying we'd watch the game. Of course, if it was available. We always watch football. We're just saying you get it. It's Saints at Falcons. You're Look, not you're not standing up for that one. When all thirty two when all thirty two teams are playing, right? And it's a giant one honest. o'clock slate. Let's be honest. And I have two TVs that have football, one TV with red zone, and I'll turn something on my computer. You know what? This isn't the game that this is this is the bottom of the one o'clock. Slate. And if we're gonna see a famous highlight, like it's gonna be on every screen coming up anyways. If he's throwing a pick six or something like that, we're gonna see it. Yeah. I don't need to see it live. I actually prefer to not see it live because no. when they like there's nothing better when it's not the same anymore, but when he was on Tampa and that red zone update would pop up yeah. and it was Tampa Bay, you're like, it's a touchdown or pick six. Yep. It was the best feeling yep. in the world. Um we kind of have a more conservative Jameis now. I <laughs> I think there's a lot of question marks with both these teams. It's just kind of like I don't, I don't know what to expect with either of these teams. The Saints have a completely, you know, the Saints are completely different this year in the sense of coaching. Uh, Sean Payton leaving, like, what does that look like? Yep. We haven't seen it in a long, long time. Certainly on the Falcons side, I, you know, Marcus Mariota back in the starting lineup. Um, they have a lot of fun weapons on offense. I guess you can say I'll take the under in this case. Uh, but how you know how much can fun weapons do it? Marcus Mariota is your starting quarterback. These defenses have a lot of question marks, especially too. I don't know what's going to happen. I kinda I'm going to take, take the Falcons. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's just one of those games where it's yeah. like, and plus it's like last year when I remember, not that these two teams are as bad as these teams, but week one last year, Jacksonville was at Houston. Everyone's like, oh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. It's kind of this like, yeah. I don't know how many games Atlanta's going to win. Yeah. They, I'm going to take the home team. They got to come out ready to win. Yeah. I'm going to go Atlanta. I don't love it. I don't care. I guess what if you're if I have to come back in here on what Sunday night or Monday yeah. or whatever it is and say I was wrong about this, yep. I will. You know what? I'll be. A review of it's going to be like a minute anyway, so yeah. don't matter. Um, next one. Oh boy, we've got I, I've got San Francisco at the Bears. Here come the Bears. A uh, lot, lot going on here. You got Trey Lance in his first 
ish real start. He started last year, but this is kind of his time now. Yeah. Um, you've got obviously Eberflus making his coaching debut. Justin yeah. Fields in year two now. Yeah. Um, both offensive lines are pretty bad. The 49ers are pretty banged up, other than Trent Williams. They, they have a lot of concerns about the 49ers O line. And then obviously, you've heard from pretty much every analyst in the media and everywhere else that the Bears have a top five or bottom five to worst offensive line in the NFL. So, yep. what are you thinking here? I'm going to take the 49ers. Okay. Uh, I, I will say, I don't trust Trey Lance yet. I yep. don't, but it is, you know, Shanahan calling plays. So, I have to give him that. I do see that Kittle and Debo are questionable. I don't know. I assume they're going to play. Kittle's but, always questionable. Yeah, Kittle's. And I feel like Debo's always has something. I mean, at the end of last year, Debo was out like one series. He was on the sidelines, and they'd be like, "What's happened to Debo?" And then he'd come in, and then he'd play. He'd make a big play, and then he'd limp off the field. And he'd be out of series. You see what I'm saying? But yep. um, like you said, offensive line. I think that's the big point. I think that both these defenses are going to have something to say. However, I trust uh, the 49ers' defensive line particularly more than the Chicago Bears' defensive line, especially with a guy like Khalil Mack not being there. Um, when you have a you know a guy like Bosa on the 49ers side who's a game changer and you have an offensive line that's going to struggle and you have a young QP like Justin Fields, I just think that there's going to be a lot of a lot of pressure on him. Uh, and I, I'm curious to see what this offense is going to look like this year. We know it, what Nagy did, what can you know this new OC bring for them. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take Kyle Shanahan um, with Trey Lance over them. I think there's too many question marks on the Bears side. So. Yeah, I think the Bears, though, I think this is going to be a closer game than people think. I'm seeing on ESPN that the San Francisco 49ers are minus 7. Yeah, There's know. a reason why um, I retired. However, uh, minus 7 seems like a lot, so Bears maybe to cover. Yeah, I, I, I agree pretty much. Not much else to say. I think it's going to be a pretty gross game. I don't think it's going to be that fluid at all. Both teams, like you said, a lot of newness, a lot of things that are not great in areas that you need it to be for it to be a fluid game, being the O-line not being great, so... Uh, I'll go with the 49ers. Yeah, I don't think they win by a ton. I think they probably have the lead the whole game. Yeah. Maybe the Bears score. Backdoor. You know, the 49ers have to get a first down to kind of end it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go 49ers as well. But, you know, this one too, though, if Bears come out opening drive, Fields gets a touchdown, and that crowd's like, holy shit, we can win. The, like, we're back, even yeah. if they may not be. Just being at home and the 49ers, I don't know what the – I know the stats have kind of gone down a little bit on this, but that cross-country 1 o'clock kickoff – typically in the past, is good for the home team there. Yeah, so. and I, another thing I will say, uh, I'm going to have this one probably on the big screen for kickoff. Why? A couple points. First of all, all-time uniform matchup. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah, go Number ahead. Number two. Grass. New grass. Yeah. No, Zach, not – look, Soldier Field just looks good on TV in the sense of the field because I stadium. love grass. Bermuda grass, first time in history they've had Bermuda grass. Uh, where was all these things about you know kicking in parks because of the, the terrible field? We can't. We have to take all that back. New Bermuda grass. That's lovely. That's yeah. like SEC type stuff. Really excited for that. So just kind of seeing the the uniforms, the the sunlight on Soldier Field with this new Bermuda grass. I think that one's going to be on the big screen for kickoff. Just right. saying it. All right. Very nice. You you are a big grass guy. Um, so I, we are both in the 49ers, but not by a lot. Next one. Powerhouse division matchup. Steelers at the We Are The Bangles. Um, Cincinnati minus six and a half here. Obviously, Cincinnati locked and loaded. We both said we liked them. Mitch Trubisky leading Pittsburgh. Look, it's not going to be a blowout. No. No, 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 no. No. Mike Tomlin has an underdog. His record's unbelievable. I remember they went to Buffalo week one or week two last year and won in an ugly game. I just... Like, Mitch is better than Ben... Obviously, because how bad Ben was last year, he can run, he can do some things. He's not. I get it, but 
like I just think it's gonna be hard to blow out Pittsburgh because their defense is so solid, and I think they're really gonna limit Mitch. And they're also going to control the clock. Exactly. I just think they're gonna play smart. When with Mitch's ability to run and extend those extra third downs to keep the chains moving, I think it's gonna matter. I still, I like the Bengals to win. I think the Bengals do win this game, um, but I certainly don't think it's a blowout. So I'll go Cincy by a close one. Uh, yeah, you kind of took the words out of my mouth. Um, I think there, it's going to be hard to stop just the big play potential of this team, especially early in the season. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take the Bengals as well. But really everything you said, I don't think we should you know, talk down too much on the Steelers this year. Um, I know they're playing a hard division, but they're, know, they're, still, they're still a good team. They're going to probably yeah. get like a winning record. They're at least I think 9-8 and eight is their floor. Um, I'm just This is one of those games where – I'm just curious to see what they look like. Yep. You know, I'm curious to see how much do they use Najee. I'm curious to see how Mitch Trubisky does controlling the offense, especially with the pressure of having a guy like Pickett, who's loved in that city, right behind them. Um, a divisional rivalry, just a, a really, really big game to start the year. And I could see this being one of those games where, I'll be honest, like the Steelers come in and completely wax the Bengals because there's it's week one overreaction. We talk about it every year where we come here and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, are the Bengals going to yep. go 0-17 now? Like, I could see this being one of those games where Burrow struggles, there's a lot of pressure on him with the new line. Um, although improved, maybe there's just some communication errors and Mitch Trubisky looks great and Najee Harris can't be stopped and everyone's like, are the, are the Steelers now the team to beat in the AFC? Yep. So. I like Pittsburgh on the road to start too for Mitch's sake because if, let's say they punt on that first drive. Yeah, you know be, that home crowd would already yeah. be chanting for Pickett. So. There's, a, there's a couple places where it's, it's hard to um, yep. come into a, a city with a guy like Gat behind him and Pittsburgh is one of them. That would be one of them. All right, but we both like Cincy in a close one. Or no, you're going Pitt. No, I'm going. I'm going. Since I'm just saying, I could see this being a game that this is one of those giant week one overreactions, and in yep. week fourteen, we're like, what the hell happened there? Right. Okay. Next one, uh, Philly, who I'm very high on. They travel to Detroit. I saw Detroit. Uh, their stadium is going to be standing room only for like the first time in like multiple, multiple years. That yeah. this game sold out. Obviously, Philly travels well too, so that's kind of part of it. But um, very big game in Detroit for them. Home opener at home against the Eagles. What do you like here? I mean, for that reason, I think you have to take the Lions. Um, I just, imagine Ford Field. I've been on the field there. It's a it's a loud environment, dude. It's a really loud environment. Um, that's really all I can say to kind of have that. I mean, Nothing about the game, the players, the matchup. Yeah. I mean, you got to take the Eagles here, which sucks, but you're gonna, you got to take them. I will say if the Eagles were white on white, it's going to – they're gonna look pretty cool, I think, in that with those lights there. Um, I, don't, I haven't seen their uniforms yet, but like a white on white uniform sure. for the Philly there, I think that'd be pretty cool. So, do you want to pick a team? I guess you have to say the Eagles. Um, I guess. You, well, I don't. What do you want to do? I, to, what well, we know what I want to do, but that's just because I despise a certain franchise and I can't do it every week. But I, you know, I got to take my, I got to take my chances. And this week, I just can't take one of those things where it's just like, you know, I can't do this every week. So yeah, I'm okay. gonna have to take the Eagles. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just curious to see. I think I will say their defense. I think is going to just completely stop the Lions. Yeah, defense. Yeah. Uh, I was in the fantasy, you know, fantasy draft last night for our hometown league. I was between the Eagles defense and the Browns defense for Week One because I drafted the Bills defense, who's going to be the best defense statistically in the NFL this year. Just to look at their schedule. Uh, but you know, I don't want to take them against the Rams Week One. So I'm like, which one of these two? I chose the Browns, but the Eagles. I think will completely suffocate the, the Lions. I think this could be a very low-scoring game, like a seventeen to seventeen to nine final, where like something weird happens. They go for two later in the game. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I see Philly. I see the Lions struggling with the Philly or the Eagles defense this game. Okay, yeah, I like the Eagles to roll here. I think they control the clock, run the ball really well. They played really well week one last year. I think Sirianni will have some tricks up his sleeve for the RPO stuff that they'll run early. And like you said, that Detroit offense, they they lost one of their best linemen already to the IR. Still a really solid offensive line, but in the interior, when you got to face Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis, you're not going to be able to run the ball. So yeah, and that's going to be a lot that's of gonna be how they their offense. I think is going to be set up by the run. Yeah, and God, I, that fact that you had to say those two names, like those guys sitting next to each other, they, they just have to stand up. Those are wide bodies. Those are wide bodies, man. So I like the Eagles big here. Uh, next one, big one in Miami, huge one for Miami. Dude, this is going to be it's a big game. Yeah, big game. We have the New England Patriots, who we both are low on going into Miami, who we both have mixed feelings on. Miami's done very, very well at home historically yeah. against the New England yeah. Patriots. I like that to continue. I don't think yeah. they blow them out. I don't no. think Miami's good enough to do that to teams. But I think Miami gets the lead early and you know really doesn't look back. Maybe New England kind of makes a push at the end. But this is a game that Miami is going to be in control in. And they're going to win. And I hope I don't come back here on Monday being like, oh, Bill Belichick. I just don't think it's going to be the case. I don't think it's going to be the case. I think Miami's way better. I think New England might know it too. I think it's going to be the opposite, actually. I think that Miami's going to struggle early because it is Bill Belichick. I think Bill's just kind of going to say, hey, uh, I'm going to take away everything short and make you do something, make big plays. And I just don't see Miami doing that. However, I think, uh, you know, New England's so bad on the other side of the ball, they're not going to be able to take advantage of a slow start for Miami. You said it best. The only reason, I think if this game was in New England, I'd probably take New England for those reasons. But for some reason, everything weird happens in Miami. Never forget Ronnie Brown. Never forget the Gronk missed tackle. um, Or bad pursuit angle, I should say. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take Miami. But I think opposite of you, I think slow start, Miami's going to... Uh, like find the lead eventually and New England's just not going to be able to counter. So. Yeah. Okay. Both on Miami. Next one also will not be probably on your TV, Justin. I'm guessing I've got Ravens at Jets. Whoa. Joe Flacco revenge game. Oh, okay. Might be on your TV. Hey. Um, Ravens at the Jets. You said it. Joe Flacco revenge game. Does that mean enough to pull off the upset? At uh, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, yeah. This one's going to be, this one's going to be the Ravens. Again, would re- look really good in, in white on white here for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. A little white uniform on white uniform. Is Lamar going to play? He said he wants the contract done by Friday. That's the deadline he said. I bet I bet it gets done. Yeah. If, if it doesn't what? get done, I bet he still plays. And if he doesn't play, I still, I still like Tyler Huntley. Yeah, yeah, I still take the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? It's all good. Yeah. We're going, everything's Baltimore. Everything's coming up Baltimore. Yeah, I think Flacco's going to make like – he's going to have a pick six. He's going to yeah, run I, around. It's I gonna, think it's, it's going to be – I think it's going to be that like uh, Ravens kill that Miami game. No, I think it's going to be the like the Jets get up early and it's like because oh. Joe Flacco. Because the thing is, I really do think that they were talking about before the Zach Wilson injury. They were talking about Joe Flacco being the starter there. Yeah, I think that it's just going to be one of those weird things where it's like you like you're not you don't have it on your game and you're like red zone pops up and you're like oh it's fourteen nothing with five minutes left in the first like what the hell happened here. And then Joe Flacco picks six. They don't. They score like one field goal the rest of the game, and we you relook at the score in the you know during the witching hour, and it's thirty four to seventeen. You're yeah. like, ah, okay. I mean, I'm sure Sally's gonna come out with all out pressure, do the man to man stuff. I, I think it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, and I think every year you can only do so. I think Lamar's just gonna get better every year in that yep. sense, and I think eventually it's gonna get to the point where you have to kind of figure out another way to defend him. So. I agree. All right, both on Baltimore there. Next one. Now, this one's not going to be on the TV. This one's weird. This is Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson's Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Washington to play Carson Wentz's Commanders. Um, I like Jacksonville for the same reasons I like Atlanta. 
I think Jack. I think Jacksonville actually might just be a better team than the Commanders. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think they're ready to play. I think they got a lot of new buzz. They're excited. Commanders have zero home field advantage, and I think mentally that's hard for Carson Wentz to end the way the season did, and then the first game of the next season have yeah. to play that team. Dude, there's a lot of storylines. There are like Jacksonville game, mentally knows they have an edge. Like yeah. they're gonna be fired up to play this dude. Um, and I just think Doug Peterson, they're going to be more stable. And I think Jacksonville wins this late, maybe on a game-winning field goal. Yeah, I think Doug Peterson is a great head coach. Uh, yeah, I think that he's going to take a leap for Trevor Lawrence. And yeah. I think this is a big year for Trevor Lawrence. Not that it's like a, a make-or-break year for Trevor Lawrence, but you know, you kind of have to see you have to see growth every year in your quarterback. And I think for him to kind of just take control of the locker room and be like, this is my team for the future, we're going to have to see a leap. This is the perfect opponent for you to do that against. Uh we talked about the problems on the preview that Washington has had this offseason. And this Jacksonville defense just really had, like, they're kind of a fun defense to watch. They fly around. They can make plays. Um, I think they're going to get a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz. And like you said, we saw what happened in the last game of the year against them. And so I really do like Jacksonville here. And I'm, I'm just curious to see how Trevor Lawrence looks. Because if Trevor Lawrence can doesn't look good against this defense, I know it's week one, but... You know, like, how much improvement can we No have? Chase Young. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't see a lot of pressure on him. Um, you know, you guys spent money on weapons. What can Trevor Lawrence do this year? I'm not going to fully write your book, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, in week one, but I would like to see him make a jump in this game. I'm excited to see how ETN's used. It's been a year yeah. since he's played. Yeah. A lot of big expectations down there for him. James Robinson sounds like he probably will go week one, but I'm guessing he'll be limited. So we're going to really see what this ETN hype has been all about because – um, he's been out since the Clemson days. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we both like Jacksonville in an upset there. Next one. This is the Iowa South Dakota State game of the week. The 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 one I'm about to say. I think so. The one that's next for me. Revenge game. Yeah. Baker. Yeah. Wow. This is this is Browns the, at Panthers. This is going to be a ugly football game. It's gonna it's, it is going to be ugly. This is going to be an ugly football game. I, I mean. But you, the thing is, is that think about all the defense, the the defensive talent that the Browns have is insane. They just add, they just keep adding to it. I feel like yeah. every year. And then on the other side of the ball, it's like yeah, the Panthers defense they have Depoy, but right uh, and Brian Burns, but also you have to, I mean, you're going up against Jacoby Brissett, so I just don't see this game being high scoring. But anyways, that's you're going to see a lot of um, eight man boxes. A lot of nine-man baby boxes, and both teams absolutely daring the other team to beat them deep. Like, (laughs) begging. Like, the first team to get a 40-yard completion might win the game. Yeah, first team to get flipping the field. Yeah. Yeah. It's a three-phase game. These punters are going to get worked. No, this this really comes down to, even more than that, it's just who's, like you said, low-scoring game, so who's going to make the big turnover? Yeah. Is it going to be a strip sack against Baker or a force throw when he's trying to do too much? Is it going to be Jacoby not getting it out on time like he does sometimes too late? 21 comes in and takes it. I, it's, I, I'm really ner- – I think Carolina is going to win. I'm worried – I'm not so much worried that the Browns are just going to run all over him because that's all they can do. It's just can Baker stay calm enough in those first couple drives to not make a mistake because he's going to be so amped up and rightfully so. I'm just worried about like an airmail early that Cleveland gets three points in the first like four minutes off of and then they win like freaking – 10 to 6 because of it. Like, I'm a little worried about Baker's emotions in this game. But I do think with Jacoby being in Cleveland, and then you put both teams against each other now, I, I think Carolina's better in Carolina. So I'm going to go with the Panthers to win this game in a very, like, 13 to 10. I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, 
I'm going to start on the Brown side of the ball. I think their defense is just going to swallow that offense. Yeah, it's um, going to be scary. And then I think on the offensive side, they have Nick Chubb. Like, I know Jacoby Brissett is Jacoby Brissett, and I think that they're going to struggle with Jacoby Brissett in the first 11 games because he can only do so much. But in a game like this, where you don't have to worry about an overpowering offense that you're like, we need at least 20 points to stay in this game, no matter how good our defense is. A, a guy like Nick Chubb, it's just going to change the entire offense. They're just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And at the end of the day, I think that the passing game with Jacoby, it can be a lot more limited where they can get multiple first downs in a row with a very, very short passing game, just screens, you know, yeah. just oh, bubbles, yeah. just, just everything, yeah. everything, you know, snap out of the hands and then also running the football, Nick Chubb, who's going to average like three yards a carry. Yeah. So I think they're going to be able to march the ball down the field to at least get a field goal multiple times. They also have better weapons. And then on the, the other side of the ball with, with Baker, you know, I is he going to be able to control his emotions? This is kind of how he's always been. Like he's always been this guy with a chip on his shoulder. But for some reason, I think of the Kansas game in college. And didn't they almost lose that game? No, the Nuts game? The, was that where no. he was just – Okay. Never mind then. I just for some reason thought that they did. So I'm not going to use that as a point then. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> I just think that it's going to be a lot. And you might say, well, he knows the Browns' defense. Well, the Browns' defense knows him. Right. And that's right. the – at some point you have to be like, if a quarterback has the talent, you know, like if it's a Patrick Mahomes get leaves, if a Aaron Rodgers leaves, if a Herbert leaves, if an Allen leaves, like, yeah, they know the defense and they're going to know how to exploit it. But when you're limited – as an NFL quarterback, and you have a team like Cleveland on the other side of the ball, they're going to know how to take advantage of Baker. They're going to know where his weaknesses are. They're yep. going to know how to get prep, like where he doesn't feel comfortable in the pocket. And I think that's going to be a big thing. I think Baker's going to be the one with the backbreaking turnover. I think it's going to stay close just because of how bad these offenses are. But I think Baker's going to be the one with the backbreaking turnover. And I think Cleveland, if they get a lead, even with like, I think Cleveland could have a three point lead with seven minutes left in this game and they're starting on their inside their own 20 and the game's over. Yeah. Like I think that I think they're going to rely on the run that much and they're going to be able to run the ball that well. So yep. I'm going to take I'm going to take Cleveland. Alright. Alright. We're, we're opposing views there. There you go. There you go Browns fans because you're not going to get very many of those that out is of very first, true. first 11 games. That is very true. Next one. Here we go. Here we go. Colts at Houston. Uh, Colts have not won an opener since 2013. I will be in attendance because I wanted to see us pull it off the first time. Um, there's nothing to talk about. Like we're the we're Justin. If I said the numbers 62 and three, what do you think that means? 62 is one number. Three is the other. Is it like they? It's like a record, or is it like a score? Or is it combined score of the last two times we played Houston last year? We won 31 nothing and 31 to three. So yeah. I understand week one's going to get weird. I'm not saying we're going to blow them out. I bet it's going to be close because that's how week one games are. We are better at thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Maybe not left tackle. We are better at 21 positions, I think. So I think we should win the football game pretty handily. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to run for over 100 yards. I think Matt Ryan's going to be complete control of the offense. I'm sure Davis Mills will make some throws and they'll stay in it for a little bit. But we are better and we are going to win for the first time in eight years. Colts are going to go 1-0. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm a, I was a big Texans guy last year. We all know that about me. Um, but you can only do so much. 
uh, as the Texans against a team like this. And yeah, I don't really don't even know what to say. He kind of said it, but how are we feeling though? We're going to be in the stadium. How are we feeling? Can't wait to be in the stadium. Doesn't feel won't feel real being in. A, there's nothing better than being an away fan in a stadium. Like before the game starts, like you just feel like you're on an absolute island. It's it's one of the better feelings in the world. Um, but I got like six other guys with me, so we're we're just gonna be on our own doing our thing, and it's gonna be fun. But when you start losing, it can be the worst thing in the world as well. So it's both sides. But can't wait to be in the stadium. Wouldn't have missed it, uh, and excited to go get it done. Love it. <clears throat> on to the four o'clock. Do you want to start with yours, or do you want to end with yours as well? Uh, you pick. Let's. I think we should just do ours together. I think we should just flow together with ours. I like it. Uh, Giants at the Titans. Giants, year one of Brian Dable. Dabble, I don't know how to say it. Uh, it is a new era in Tennessee as well, without the weapons of A.J. Brown, without Harry Landry on the defensive side. How are they going to look? Where are they going to go with the football? Giants, there are questions, obviously, in terms of that place as well. Where is the football going to go? Um, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly football game. Um, you could actually make the argument that this could be the Iowa-South Dakota State game. Um, in terms of not many turnovers, but just very low scoring, I think. I think you're going to see a lot of punts in this football game. Um, obviously, the focus is to stop Derrick Henry. The Giants are pretty good interior D-line. Yeah, so I'm feeling okay about strength. that. Um, well, it, it's just strength, but that's the thing we're best at. Yeah, the Titans say. just don't make a lot of mistakes. So yeah. uh, you got to play well on the road against them. I, I mean, I'll go Titans, but I don't think it's going to be by a lot. I really hope, really, really hope the Giants win this game. I'll be rooting for Justin Hard. Um, yeah, you kind of need it more than I do. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I can't say the Giants because I just don't know enough yet to pick them week one. Um, so I'll go Titans. But I do think it's going to be close and ugly. Yeah. Um, I think that we're going to – I think Ryan Tannehill uh, without A.J. Brown is the perfect quarterback for us to start the year against in terms of – you know, Aaron Robinson is our cornerback too, and he's going to struggle. They have a Dory Jackson. It's the Dory Jackson revenge game. Wow. You know, or Dory Jackson as a cornerback two, sure. Or Dory Jackson as a cornerback one, a little more scary. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. I don't. Th- I think we're going to struggle against the pass game, but with you know, what Robert Woods as the wide receiver one, I think that's kind of useful. Is uh, you know, there's not a guy that I'm having to necessarily scheme around on the defensive side in the passing game. However, they have Derrick Henry. Yep. And when you have cornerbacks in a man system and, uh, you know, you're going to need over-the-top help, you're not going to be able to have as many guys in the box. But Derrick Henry is the one that you want to have men in the box. So I think we're going to struggle. And I'm just curious to see what the game plan looks like because I think you, if you load the box, you know, you're asking for below-average corners to play man coverage. And then if you don't load the box, then you have Derrick Henry run the football. So that all that to say that the Yankees just didn't score a run in the bottom of the 11th inning with bases loaded, no outs. Um, sorry, so that rant kind of turned into me trying to see if we would score. But we didn't. So on the Giants side of the football, uh, offensively, you know, Daniel Jones is going to be the guy who's going to either win, us, win or lose his football games all year long. Uh, we have our weapons. It's Do we have a healthy weapon this year? I don't know. Because Kenny Galladay apparently had surgery. Kadarius Tony has never been healthy. Saquon Barkley hasn't been healthy since his rookie year. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wandale Robinson, I guess, is healthy. But Sterling Shepard's coming off the torn Achilles. Uh, it, so I'm curious to see how the weapons look. But Daniel Jones, at the end of the day, is he going to be able to get the ball in their hands? Is he going to be able to limit turnovers? He really hasn't had an interceptions problem. 
but he has had back-breaking interceptions. He also does fumble the ball, which has gotten better year to year, but let's see how it starts this year. Um, I'm just curious to see how Dable does call on the offense. And then, you know, it's a three-phase game. It's a three-phase game. I don't think there's gonna it's gonna be as low scoring as you do, but we have to, you know, we we have to make our field goals. You know, we have to we have to punt the ball well. I and it sounds stupid to say that because like, oh yeah, though of course, Justin. But every point, especially against a team like Tennessee, is gonna matter if they're gonna try to control the clock with the run game. Every point matters for us, and we also can't botch a punt where it's like we give them you know great starting field position. If we're on the third, our own thirty-yard line, and we pump the ball, we have to make it in their own thirty-yard line. We can't have something, you know, bad punt coverage where they're bringing it all the way out to the forty or the fifty because things like that are going to lose us the football game. But at the end of the day, I'm a Giants fan of this week one, so you're damn right I'm picking the Giants to win this game. I think Daniel Jones is going to come out and actually play good football. This is going to be the first time we've seen Daniel Jones in a real NFL offense. Think about that. This is going to be the first time we've seen Daniel Jones in a real NFL offense. I think Saquon Barkley finally has his head cleared. He's not a, he's not afraid of kind of his knee anymore. Um, he has the he's a, he said it. It's the F everybody mentality, um, and that I think one of our receivers is going to show out this game. We have so many of them. The most expensive room. I think one of them is going to show out this game. On the other side of the ball, I just think I trust our defense enough, and I don't th- I, I don't think the Tennessee Titans passing game is going to is going to be good enough in sense to like hurt us. You know, the run game can do only so much damage in the NFL. Truly. And I don't think that the passing game from Tannehill without AJ Brown is going to hurt us enough. So I'm going to say like, I don't know, like 27, 24 final. Um, and that's a really stupid reasoning for me to say that the Giants are going to win, but it's week one. So I'm taking the Giants. Sure. All right. Giants win. On to the next one. Um, this is the game of the week. This is the this division championship. Yep. It's Green Bay going to Minnesota. Yep. It's hard to put into words how big this football it's, game is. It's, it's going to be the only game that I watch at 415. No offense to the Giants. It's so important. Like I, like I said, if the Packers lose, whatever, they can come back. If the Vikings lose, I'm already going to be like, Packers won the division. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's already over. For for our, t- our, our stance on the Vikings, specifically oh my stance on the oh Vikings, boy. this is the most important game on my, in my podcasting resume. It's it's so big. I mean, the Packers are banged up, like we said. The tackles are hurt, tight ends hurt, receivers are hurt. I'm sick. We have to. I'm I'm on the Vikings. I think they're gonna run the ball. I think they're gonna make big splash plays. Uh, even though they're playing a good defense, you're going against Justin Jefferson. And he's gonna find a way to always make a play or two that changes the game. And I think they just. I think they hold on. I think, I think a game winning field goal. Like a game winning field goal. Minnesota yeah. wins. Um, oh man, Minnesota and game winning stuff just doesn't sound well because they. <laughs> I think they're like Let me ask you a final score. When's, when's the last time that Minnesota's like, if you think like, last, I guess they had the Detroit. No, they had the. Um, uh, I was just thinking like big games in the sense yeah. of like Detroit, but they had the the Stefan Diggs play. Yeah, uh, that was a good play. Anyways, yeah, I told you after the podcast, I might have said it on the podcast when I was going through my predictions and I was like not paying attention to standings. I got to week fifteen or something, and I was like looking at the standings, like, all right, where am I at right now? These last four weeks, I had the Minnesota Vikings thirteen and up. Right. Right. You did. And I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. So for the first 13 oh, weeks, oh no. I mean, I, I'm going to I'm gonna pick the Vikings right now. Right. And I will say, I kind of say that, haha, funny. I think Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be as potent this game because, you know, let's do this exercise. Close your eyes. Name one Green Bay Packers wide receiver not named Randall Cobb. Open your eyes. It's like... Rookies. Yeah. 
And so I'm and curious one that got to see, smoked last year. Yeah, I'm curious to see, you know, there's does he, he I don't think he trusts his guys. Randall Cobb, if you're going to trust Randall Cobb, like, you know, he's 45 years old right now. Like he, you know, he probably has kids he is putting in college right now. He's utilizing the 529 that he built out for his kids 20 years ago, his rookie year. Uh, so I think that this Vikings are the Vikings defense is just going to be able to not have as much to worry about with the Packers offense. And then you said it best about, I think, this is a great offense. I'm curious to see how it looks like with the you know new offense installed and everything. I think Kirk Cousins though he has a lot of weapons, um, and Justin Jefferson could have a great game. And at the end of the day, I just don't trust Aaron Rodgers in Week One with these. Like I'm not trying to say this is a down on Aaron Rodgers, but we've seen when he doesn't trust wide receivers, like it's just not the same Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, I do think it's gonna be a feel out game. That's a good way to yeah. put it. He's just gonna kind of see who could I trust, what do I like. Yeah, does I think really he's gonna he's gonna try to put it in windows to see if his wide receivers can make plays. Or he's either just going to bail out and take a, you know, a check down and you know move on to the next play. Yep. All right. So we're on Minnesota. Skull. 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 <laughs> that I, I would love to be a Vikings fan. I, I kind of want to buy a hat. Um, all right. Next one. Chiefs at Cardinals. This game started at minus two and a half for the Chiefs. It is now up to minus six. Ooh. Um, rightfully so with all the cluster in Arizona. I don't know if I love six, but I no. think the Chiefs... Because yeah. Cliff does start out strong, right? He, he schemes things up, and I know D-Hop's out, so that's going to be an issue. But I, I don't see the Chiefs losing this game. But I don't know if they... Yeah, that's... You know what? I really don't have much to say on this game. I think the Chiefs win. I truly think if D-Hop was playing, I would take the Cardinals. I think I might too. But I just don't because know I, I like be. Cliff early, yeah. and I don't necessarily trust his Chiefs defense right now. Yeah. But you... It, I don't know. Like, Kyler, there's a lot of offseason noise. Um, and they, it's like Hollywood Brown came in okay. Yeah. You know, that's a deep threat. But can you trust Hollywood Brown catching every single deep ball? We've seen that be answered before. No. And just kind of not having a true wide receiver one. I think it's going to limit their passing game. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, Kyler Murray is going to make a big play here and there. But it's the Chiefs. And... Patrick Mahomes, and when I can't truly fuss, truly trust a team, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I agree. I agree. Uh, next one is Raiders at the Chargers. Raiders. Huge game. Huge game. No JC Jackson in this one. Big development early on. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Samuel, and I don't know who their other corner is. Derwin James probably for like a half. Right. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup. I Oh, man. I don't know. I think, I think this is just one of those situations where – Week one, even though it's not a great, it'd probably be more dominated by the Raiders fans, and they'll send out all those tweets of all the Raiders fans all over the stadium. I think just the home team being the Chargers, I'm going to give them the edge in this one. Um, I'm gonna, I, you want to talk about home? I think there's going to be more Raiders fans. I know, that's why I said. They'll do the stupid tweet of all the Raiders fans circling the stadium. I get it. I get it. But I, I just think the Chargers win this one at home. Obviously, last year, the Raiders knocked them out. You'd like to think maybe they come out a little pissed. I don't know. I mean, I mean I, this is a total toss-up. That's why I don't know really what I'm saying. I, I'm going to go Chargers late. I think it's going to go back and forth, high scoring, a lot of fun plays. Uh, but at the end of the day, Khalil Mack and Bosa coming off the edge to Derek Carr. Can they get that one strip sack from that offensive line that might make the difference in this game? I'm worried that might be the case. So I'll go Chargers in a very close one. I just want to say, to start this off, like Mitch, I'm here for you, buddy. Uh, seeing Khalil Mack line up oh, on the yeah. other side, that one—I mean, that one's going to be rough. That it's, one's going to be—it's going to be an emotional time for him. So, um, don't send him a text because he's probably not going to like you if you send him one. But just just think about him when that game rolls around, dude. This four o'clock slate, like, 
kind of sucks that the Giants are playing in it because now I'm going to have to, like, I can't, like, there's so many good games. Right. Um, anyways, that's a selfish point right there. Anyway, uh, but I I really want to do it. I mean, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Raiders. And okay. it's just because... That's not crazy. I'm excited about them. I, I do... The defensive line for the Chargers is going to be a problem. Like, let's just get that out of the way. But without J- a guy like J.C. Jackson, the Raiders have a lot of weapons. They do. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to really utilize those weapons in this game. And I don't know. Last year, the Raiders just won big games in weird ways. Like, they did. Like, when it, like think about the Ravens Monday night last year. Wow. Or the Chargers in the season. Like, they, Crazy. There's, they, it was just multiple times... The charge. I mean, the Raiders won weird games or big games in weird ways, and I just see that happening right now. Where I see, you know, I'm just gonna have to say, like, maybe a Staley mistake, or maybe a missed field goal, or maybe a two point conversion instead of going for a one just to start the year off strong. Something like a little, you know, a little nod to Jack Del Rio as the Raiders head coach. But I just feel something weird is gonna happen. It's gonna be a high scoring, weird, weird last five minutes, and. The Yankees are done, and the uh, Raiders win. Yeah, oh, I, it's, it's yeah. I didn't feel good about the Chargers. It's a toss up, I think. So I think it's gonna come down to the end, as all Raiders games do, and hopefully it works out for Mitch. Um, next two, I don't think we really have to get into too much. I don't like. I think the Tampa Bay Dallas. I think Tampa Bay is so in control of this game. Yeah, I'm so it's... off Dallas right now. I get the Brady shit. I get it. I just think Shaquille Barrett going up against a, a, tire, a rookie tackle in week one. Dallas has all kind of question marks in the playmakers. Like, let's, like, I, I get Tom is a little weird. He's still got Mike Evans. He's still got, he'll make Julio fine. It's Tom freaking Brady. Like, they're going to be fine. And defensively, they're still the same defense. Like, they have Akeem Hicks and Vita Vey up the middle. Like, you're not going to run the ball. No. So it's going to be on Dak to find other guys, probably not named CeeDee Lamb. And we don't know who those are. So I don't really see a way Dallas. Not, I shouldn't say stays in this game. I don't see a way Dallas wins. So I'm no. going Tampa. I, I completely agree. I think there's too many question marks early in the season with Dallas. And Tom Brady, like, yeah, like, oh, he didn't. He was out. He was, out of, he was out of the training camp for 10 days. Whatever. It's, dude, he, Are you guys kidding me? He's built, like, he's known for his chemistry with receivers. Like, that's his thing. Well, guess what? The only new guy in the building is Julio Jones and, like, Russell Gage. You know, they're, they are not important. They're not important. Cousin Sal said it. Like, oh, there might be a little divorce. He might be living on his own. Oh, yeah. so he only gets to focus on football yeah. right now? Oh, so he like literally he just goes home and has to worry about film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go Dallas then. Yeah. You kidding me? So stupid. Um, so Tampa. Yeah, Tampa, I think, is the easy answer. I don't think it's going to be a blowout necessarily, maybe because of the Tom Brady questions. Yeah. And I, I could see Dallas having a big play just because sure. they can do that. Sure. But especially it being a home game. But yeah, it's just going to be it's going to be a blowout. I agree. And then the last so one, not gonna be well, crowd will be, be very well. fun. The first minute Here's, of the game will be very fun. I have a question for you about this game. Okay. How do the Seattle fans react? Because here's my question. I just don't see Seattle like booing him. I just don't. But also... You're asking the completely wrong guy for this scenario. Why? Well, I, I booed Peyton Manning. So my answer is boo. Wow. I was the only one in the stadium. Yeah, that's... I'm going to be honest. He, like, he knew it wasn't personal. It's all good. We're there in a game. For 60 minutes... He was on the other team. What do you want me to do? I mean, I just don't know if I'd boo. It's fine. You don't have to. It's your job. I didn't. But okay. I stand by my choice. So let's not imagine it was a Colts fan, right? What do you do? 
Well, I'm saying exa- I know what that's like. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And, and you were the only even, wait, and you were the only one in the stands. My dad was very upset with me. Yeah. Okay, so but this is even worse because we let go of Peyton. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not like so it's I, a, I even I would expect them to do. Yeah, people forget that Russell Wilson like kind of forced his way out of here. But I don't know. I just have this weird feeling. Like it's Seattle. Like, when have you ever heard of like oh Seattle? Like, I know it's a loud stadium. Whoops. I know it's a loud stadium. But like, when have you ever heard like oh that's a nasty place to play? No, they're gonna do. You think so? I don't, I don't see it. Dude. When I'm walking to that stadium, the only thing I'm telling everyone, the only one thing I want hearing in that Seattle crowd is he threw the worst pass in Super Bowl history. That's the only thing you're going to hear walking in there. They're not going to remember any of the good passes against Dude, I could see them doing All right, well, we'll video. see. I'm, bo- I'm going boo. I'm going big dude, what was, boo. What was the thing that happened last year? It was, oh, it was Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. I knew that there was a revenge game last year. Me and you guys so heated on the pod because we didn't talk to each other after. Oh, my God. But, that was ridiculous. Um, I just, I don't know. Seattle's such a weird fan base to me. Like, I know they're loud and passionate. You said they didn't care. It's the neon colors. You said those just, guys didn't care about that game. I did. I wait. I I'll, I'll gladly roll it back. I'm going to have to rewind this because I never, I don't think I was, I might think cared or not. I don't think that'd be We did not. We didn't talk for a long time. That was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to the point. So, I don't know. I just feel something weird with Seattle. They're going to show a tribute video. Russell Wilson being Russell we'll Wilson is going to walk out to the middle of the field. That's what I'm trying to do. Like, no, like, I understand that. Me and you, with the way he forced out, like, it'd be ugly. But I don't know, like Northwest America, I just, neon colors, I don't see booze out of these people. I just don't. And I could be completely wrong. And guess what? If you're a Seahawks fan, you're listening to this podcast, hit me up. Tweet at me. If Let I me see know them, if I'm wrong. If I see them all clapping and smiling and cheering, I will double down my bet. Dude, on the like, I will all the writer, imagine the just the sticky, like, you know how when you clap with receiver gloves, like it has that sticky noise coming out? You're just going to hear that sticky noise in the same yeah, way. Like it's so true. God. Yeah, I just, I don't trust Seattle fans. Now, if this was Philadelphia, you you'd have to have an FBI team on the yeah, field with him because could, I don't know if he could play. He would have week bottles one. getting thrown at. Yeah, him. he couldn't play week one. No, no. Um, but this is Seattle. Yeah, and it's more important that we spent more time on this than the game because I have back to the game. Well, I have zero thoughts. It's yeah. It's, I mean, the Broncos are going to win. I fully game. I fully expect the Broncos to win. Yeah. It's just a matter of how do they look because we know what Seattle's going to look like. It's not great. Um, and can I tell you something now for like fantasy football that I did? And since this doesn't release till tomorrow, I think the waivers go through tomorrow morning, right? Let me make sure. I just, I know you're in my fantasy league, and I don't want you to do something that messes up with me, and then I'm going to be mad at you. And I would like, do that. this again. Morning of September 8th. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'll be good. Um, I'm picking up KJ Hamler. Okay, explain. I think that he's going to... It, it kind of started with Trent Dilfer, and then I looked into it. Uh, KJ Hamler is going to be the wide receiver three in Denver. Because, yeah. okay, we'll say it starts with a point of like... I don't want to talk about my fantasy too much, but I'm releasing Julio Jones because like Julio Jones is going to be like the sixth option there, and he'll have four touchdowns this year. But I don't. He's going to be a red zone guy, I think. Not really much else. Um, you drafted and, before me, right? Uh, I drafted seven, dude. See, this is what I'm. Don't do this, dude. Don't do this. That's not. That's. That's disgusting. I'm trying to create content here with the. I'm trying to create content, trying to create talking points, thinking, of, oh, this is a boring game. Let me create talking points. And then you're going to come here and do this to me? You're not going to come here and gritty, are you? You're not. That's pretty much what you're saying. You're not going to come here and gritty, do the gritty, are you? Uh, let, me, let me see if I need. I do have a lot of rookie. No, I won't take them. I won't take them. I would, I would actually. Anyways, there, sorry, go ahead. There would be a riff in this, this apartment for a long time. Go ahead. That. I'm just saying that I think KJ Hamler, it, it's like he's just going to be a great 
Like he's gonna he's his lock it. His one route in that offense is just gonna be run. Yeah. He's just it's it's not I'm gonna even call it a vertical. It's just gonna be run. Yeah, that's fair. So um KJ Hamler, two catches, seventy five yards, one touchdown. Okay. It's gonna be like a fifteen yard catch and then a fifteen. The Will Fuller stat line. Yes. All right. That's our week one preview. Um, we'll be back with the review. Just good luck to your teams. Justin yeah. gave you the speech. I don't need to talk about anything else. No, no, you know. Just hope your team wins, unless yeah. you're Tennessee. Tell so. us what your pregame routine looks like. Yeah, tweet we're, us. Way, we're, look, we change every year, I think, where we go. No, I guess we've always been a pop belly apartment. But we're open to it. We're open to changing. If you're sure. a place downtown India. No, hey. I'm going somewhere new this year. I'm going somewhere new this year. I mean, we have made the playoffs. Too. What are we talking about? We made the playoffs since we've been here. I guess I did. Well, yeah, I was gonna say you. I've made the playoffs since I graduated eighth grade. So no, I'm think, thinking I'm finding a new spot. I think my issues further. I want to go on a journey every morning, every Sunday to start mine. I want to go a little off the grid, which isn't really possible in the city. Yeah, there's not much here. I'm gonna find something different. Well, I, I mean, everybody's gonna play. Everybody's gonna play. <laughs> we gotta figure that out. We got like two days. Yeah, well, you have a week. I have two days. For what? What do you mean? I'm like, talking about figuring out that line. Oh, that line. I thought yeah. you were talking about. My bad. I thought you were talking about where we're going to eat. No, no, no. We can figure that out later. Um, we should probably end it. Hey, hey good luck. <laughs> good luck. If we said that, good luck to your teams. Hope you get a win. Bear down. Wait. What's everyone's record? Zero and zero. Skull. Skull. Kirk, take us out. Now, y'all look money hungry. And that's good. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have it. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. Hi, everyone. I go by Burke. You don't really want to see how this works. I could pick and poke all these words. Fuck the yard. I'll stop the curve. They stay distracted. I'll stay focused. It'll take time till they start to notice I'm soft-spoken, but I got a voice. I don't really want to sound too annoyed, but these new guys hopped on the scene with a mouthful of ice and a cup of lean. All pissed off and they act mean. Instead of rap, they just want to sing. Well, actually, something in between is mumbling, stumbling on a beam. The real talent's in the production team. In the back of the booth, they don't touch the green. Give me the cut. Give me the band. Now you know what's up and you understand That behind the microphone's actually a man That touches it up with a talented hand Executes everything that they had planned Make it sound old school, kick the can Anything else that you demand? Fuck it, let's run it all back again I don't know how much more I can take I think I'm starting to wear down Give me a while I could tear down Everyone look at me scared now I don't want any more activists Activists all have been acting fake Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break Let me talk shit, let me talk shit I sound so obnoxious Full steam ahead, can't stop this Coming from the view of docs, bitch I ain't been playing, I'm saying the truth The money gets moved like it's in Duluth I sound like a shape that's recently bent But I'm bent out of shape for my fucking percent Used to count others, but now I count mine Mac told me find a feminine, that's divine My dad said, honey, don't worry about the money Only loving me for what's inside my mind Spit sick shit to the day I'm old Never catch me doing what I'm told Fuck bronze, silver, let's get gold Sign this line and sell my soul I don't wanna sell my soul Do what I'm told Well, boring and old Nah I just wanna live my life, make sure it's right and have a hell of a night, yeah. I don't know how much more I can take, I think I'm starting to wear down. Give me a while I could tear down, everyone look at me scared now. I don't want any more activists, activists all have been acting fake. Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break.